everyone. Welcome back to STEMed Exploration Beyond the Surface. Today, although I did say I'd be starting off with a new series, I felt like this conversation was necessary as a sort of prelude or preliminary conversation. And I'll just start off today with a sort of short story about my history class. We were learning about the Industrial Revolutions, and we were talking about the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which we're set to be witnessing today. It's a term coined by, I think, Klaus Schwab, and it's about changing how every system in our world works. And there were so many possibilities, so many ifs, so many buts that I read about with the resources and websites that I received while I was studying for my assessment, and I did not understand. And with my unfathomable desire to break down everything and understand everything, I did plenty of research, learned more, and derived a lot of new conclusions, one of which I think is extremely relevant to STEM. It's called the modern renaissance, and many historians actually vouch for it. It revolves all around STEM, high-skilled jobs replacing lower-skilled ones and workers, and actually displacing those workers, which is leading to exposure to more inequalities. There's biotechnology, nanotechnology, a first-time shift to cleaner energy, like solar power, since the first coal-heavy industrial revolution quantum computing, genetic engineering, and sequencing, with the possibility of creating things like GMOs to increase our agricultural productivity. We've gone from seed drills and crop rotation and selective breeding to GMOs, which is genetically modified organisms. And there's even the crazy possibility of designer babies. And this mostly has been just made possible with the tool or the complement of AI, artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is what the fourth industrial revolution has been most greatly attributed to. It's about, well, AI, but it's about using this in a way that's an aid to our lifestyles, while many people do see it as a threat, but we'll get to that later. In terms of the modern renaissance, now with new technologies and advancements, we're finally understanding a great wonder the human brain. We know how it works. We can get tangible results on how meditation improves the standard of living, how it changes the way we look at life. And we, we can see this brain activity. And in its own way, this is revolutionizing the way we see our lives. And that's what the first Renaissance was about anyway. It's about cultural, scientific, technological, religious realization with revolutions in the arts, with the emergence of Leonardo da Vinci and many others, which in its way is occurring today too, but with greater STEM involvement. STEM is our future and this completely proves that. Well, Alan Turing's paper in 1950 was known as the birth of AI. And AI is extremely interconnected with STEM and it's in a lot of STEM conversations because of how Again, it's increasingly prominent and very, very crucial to many aspects of our lives and those of businesses and corporates and many industries. So back to 1950, Alan Turing actually gave birth to what we know AI to be today. It's about machines that think and learn. Many people of that day and age were having, they had no faith in this idea, but well, look where we are today. It's about replacing unskilled labor inventions at unprecedented velocities that are changing the way businesses and governments work since they have more surveillance with AI, more access to data. And the world is changing rapidly and resilience is completely essential. 
the STEM world that's coming together with AI to form this fourth industrial revolution and this modern renaissance can also have negative impacts, which is why it's very important to use AI as an aid and not a threat, which many people actually view it as. AI is a duplication of the human brain. And as an aid and not a threat to our existence, we need to use it collectively as a tool or complement in our lives with the epicenter of our goals being all about empowerment. Although this will lead to the displacement of many unskilled labor and workers that were so prominent in the first industrial revolution through assembly lines and all sorts of things like that, with more reliable and secure jobs with higher talented people and workers, such as for the control of AI, for the manufacturing of AI, for, for surveillance and for other jobs, there's actually quite a few rewards. Why is it so important to combat inequalities today and why are they becoming so increasingly prevalent with AI? Well, again, just the worker thing I said right now, economic, social, income inequality, all of these are so increasingly intertwined. I used to wonder what the big deal with AI was and why it was all that so many people could talk about. Well, by definition, it's the ability of a computer or a robot controlled by a computer to do tasks that are usually done by humans because they require human intelligence and discernment. But quite simply, it's our brains implanted in a technological body that's highly resilient and adaptive. It's a threat. And with Darwin's theory of natural selection, it does hold the potential for mass extension of humans, which is why, again, its controlled use is essential and as an aid, not entirely for an entire process, because we need human control and surveillance. There's been many jobs displaced even today. Millions in the future are estimated. Again, responsible use is essential. AI is a massive branch of STEM today, and there's so much that I would like to explore about it and talk about in the future. You don't even realize it, but AI is all around you, whether it's voluntary or not. Its applications are endless. Technology can be applied in many different sectors and industries to generate the maximum output out of the operational front. But in today's world, with the time of the modern Renaissance or the fourth industrial revolution, it's not only about productivity, but rather human empowerment. Again, humans at the epicenter of our goals, about empowerment, about rights, about reducing inequalities and making them less tolerable, especially with AI's potential as, again, both an aid and a threat. How do we control whether it's an aid and a threat based off of its usage? In the current time period, AI is being tested and used in the healthcare industry for dosing drugs and different treatment in patients and for surgical procedures in the operating rooms as well. But for your life today, some examples that you might be more familiar with include personalized online shopping, smart cars, marketing, social media, like the advertisements you get. You might be talking about something and having a conversation in the next day or the next hour even, you'll see an advertisement precisely about what you were talking about. It's also about surveillance, agriculture, customer service, video games, healthcare, banks, smart homes, virtual assistants like audio assistants, space exploration, chatbots. And I'm sure many of you have been freaked out about me about this kind of concept of having a conversation and seeing the exact advertisement or an poster or some sort of website about it well that not might not only be an invasion of your privacy but it's also the work of ai as it collates your data and practically predicts the next move 
that you take before you do, which is how AI has the potential to outsmart humans and which is also why it must be controlled. This is the new world and it's developing at an exponential rate with the STEM world becoming increasingly important, which yet again, like I touched on in the first episode, means that the world needs to become more receptive and excited about STEM. And that's what STEM is here for. AI, the third or fourth revolution and the modern Renaissance just go to show STEM's revolutionizing power and how sometimes this power can be exploited and it's the job of us humans to regulate it. Thanks for listening in today and I hope you were able to change your own outlook towards life and about how our lives work because it truly is quite fascinating. Feel free to contact me at the Gmail that I've put in our bio as well as our Instagram handle. You can reach out to me anytime and suggest anything that you'd like. I've posted Klaus Schwab's fourth industrial revolution essay here as well which i definitely think you should check out because it's extremely interesting thanks for listening in